Hello and welcome back to a second ever Arsenal uh, Editor Extra. We are very, very lucky to have um, Bavs with us. So, Bavs, my uh, big man in the community, in the uh, Arsenal community, it's really good to have you here. So, welcome. Thanks for having me on. No, thanks for having me on. I appreciate you, you know, giving me your time and bringing me on. Not at all, mate. Not at all. We had Chris Wheatley on last time. Uh, he's also massive in the community. And it's just such a good way to kind of get to know the people behind a lot of the Arsenal um, media that's put out there. And uh, I think a lot of the time we, we're so caught up with what's going on in football at the moment. It's so it's quite fun and also a really good opportunity to get to know the people that are, uh, you know, giving us such good content throughout. So so welcome, mate. Welcome. Um, have you have you had a, a time to have a... A little look through the list I sent you about the dream goal and know how we work things. Yeah, I've seen the the stadium and the team playing against. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, um, I guess the the thing is right with the dream goal. It's I've got so many. I don't yeah. don't quite know which one I could pick. You know, I've always been I've always been a man where it's about. I think the timing is the key. If you think about it, in in the yeah. game in terms of, if I score a, a, a insane goal in the first five minutes, great. But what about a last minute tapping, but right in the final, you know, part of the game, maybe it might have been a winner. That's my type of dream goal. If you get me, I, I won. I rather win three two in the last minute than win four two in general. Like that's just how I am. I want that last minute drama. But um, yeah. stadium wise, I think it's quite simple. I'd go oh, at the Emirates. You know, I, I yeah. have to say because it's Arsenal. Um, if I could choose Highbury, I would, but obviously I can't. Unfortunately, um, the team well, I mate, against... I'll just I'll just stop you there, mate. I'll stop you right there. So so let me. I'll just in terms of the context for this. This is a dream scenario so like if this if this was like i don't know um you know for example the goal could be your math your old math teacher's window and you score it by smashing through oh. it if, if if you really wanted to so it could be hybrid chris's was hybrid um, yeah, um and actually with chris's for example just for example okay. his his one um this is a great week chris Wheatley last week his one was um well he was playing at hybrid it was like a, a big occasion um it was against Real Madrid, but there was a small section of Tottenham fans um, in there that thought that they were watching Tottenham, so that when he scored in the last minute, he celebrated in front of them like Adebayo did against Arsenal. It was all very silly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so so look, take your time with it and just like, mm. you know, we'll, we'll walk through each step, step by step, and we can kind of, yeah, yeah. just, but, uh, but yeah, so you're right. I think something that's missing from the list that I sent you is the context mm. and, and the, the yeah. what, what scenarios in the game. So, so yeah, mate. Where, where are we? So go on. I suppose with that all in mind, what's the occasion and, and where you know are what? we? If it's dream scenario, mm. I think it has to be at at Tottenham's ground, like literally. At, if I could go back to White Hart Lane, okay, uh, okay, yeah, old nice. school Tottenham. Because yeah, scoring the Emirates man from the Arsenal fans, but I want to do it at opposition's ground so they can feel it and they all are quiet and sat down. There might be let's just say three, four thousand Arsenal fans in the corner, but they're going mad and the rest of them are all silent. So I'd be at Tottenham's ground, 100%. If it White Hot Lane, then White Hot Lane. Because the new ground, you know I mean, it's, it's yeah. what it is. You know what I mean? So, but, um, yeah, in terms of, yeah, against Tottenham, obviously. Because, look, the thing is, I've, I, I hate Tottenham, but I also hate Chelsea and Man United because of 
local fans that I have that support those clubs. In my area, even though I live in London, there's not many Tottenham fans. You know, no one goes that that side of it. It's weird enough. But I think they realise there's no there's no you know point of sporting Tottenham, unfortunately. Um, so I do hate United and Chelsea, but I had to be against Tottenham. Just you know, a, a last minute Tottenham goal against Tottenham. Sorry, nineteenth yeah. minute to win it three two. And uh, yeah, just run across to their fans and you know give it all to them. Just just stand there and just shush them like this. I'll be, it'll be brilliant. I just want to hear them abuse me. I want yeah. that just so I can know I've ruined your day and your week and your year. I uh, love it. Yeah, that's, that's how it is, man. I love it, mate. I'm I'm the same. I, if there's any opportunity to to know the Spurs fans, it's true. I don't know actually that many myself to be honest. But um, I never went to White Hart Lane, but I've been to the new ground. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and. I know that so there's a part of the ground, I mentioned this on the podcast last time actually, but there's a part uh, where they commemorate the centre spot of White Hart Lane. And we all know mm-hmm. the only trophy that pretty much was ever lifted there was. <laughs> yeah, do you know what, <laughs> right? If I could add a bit more context to it, if it nice. could somehow be like a like a Champions League Europa League final, like a final, what? something that's stake as well. Right. So obviously we know that Tottenham are not used to winning trophies. Mm. So if I can then win a trophy on top of that, then go to their ground and, you know, completely angered and then I think cup final we're doing it man and it, it yeah. might not have to be Tottenham's ground but it could be at Wembley as well but look if we can do a European League final at Tottenham's new ground which is possible because it's you know I wouldn't be surprised but yeah man just to take away their trophy the only trophy and as you said man they're not used to it you know? That's the only trophies they've seen as we won there but um, no nah, it'll, be, it'll be beautiful man it'll be insane so you think so you think so so we could go White Hart Lane. We couldn't go Champions League final because obviously they would never actually no God they were actually in the Champions League. Yeah, final. they were. I mean. <laughs> well we won't talk about that though. Um yeah. no, nah, that's fair. But okay, so if it was like um a Europa League final at yeah. White Hart Lane where mm-hmm. both teams were going for the Champions League spot, if they know yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, a final would be great, but I'm also thinking about it. Do you know how sometimes like, I've been on the opposite side of it, but European size, two legs. I go mm. back to last year. I was at Olympiacos last year at the Emirates Stadium, mm. and that feeling of getting knocked out in the last second. I want to do. I want them to maybe score a goal, fit the going through, and in the last second of the game, bang, mm. kill it off. Um, oh, but no, was... it'd be a final still. But I think yeah, I still think a European tie. It has to be European. It has to be European. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's always bigger at that stage. Plus, it's always at night time. I think um, the mm-hmm. only. The only uh, North London derby I've actually ever been to was it was a Carling Cup semi final, but it was one they've got two legs. Okay. Um, I seem and it was the second leg, and I seem to remember. Well, we, we we went to extra time, and they scored. It was one nil to us going into like the ninety fourth minute, and then Robbie Keane equalised. Um, mm-hmm. It went to extra time, and we beat them, and like knocking them out was the best feeling. So I can imagine, yeah. you know, going. Going there and knocking them out would just be unbelievable. In a European tie, would be amazing. Yeah. Have, have you exactly. been to many North London derbies or anything like that? Quite a few, actually. Obviously, none, none at their their ground. Um, because no, mm. actually, do I, I have been to one away derby. And, um, really? It was it was um it was at Wembley. So it was um nice. Arsenal versus Tottenham, the one one draw, uh, back in twenty eighteen under Unai Emery, and uh, that was actually my first ever away game. I secured tickets via some contacts, and yeah. I was, my, I was this close to seeing my first Arsenal win in the derby with um, in the last minute penalty. And uh, yeah, I don't want to remember it too much, but I have been to one away technically place at Wembley. Uh, but now, yeah. in terms of Emirates, I've been to, obviously I couldn't go to the recent one because we can't go to Gowns, but mm. before that, the last three, four, five. So quite so a few. Cool. Nice, mate. That's so good. Are you a season ticket holder? Now I've got membership, so yeah, I'm lucky yeah. enough to just get tickets for them. But yeah, it's mad. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, um, it's it's there's nothing like that 
that um that, like just the just the fuel of like the energy of the crowd is just absolutely crazy isn't it yeah, right i was and, at that i was at a famous 4-2 oh, what game no i was at there i was sitting in so obviously i sit at the clock in so yeah. it's right next to the spurs fans and um obviously the clock is full of a lot of people my age so we'd be around i was at the time 18 or you know and people 16 17 and 19 or teenagers basically all high in emotions and flares were going off and obviously we went ahead and went behind and it was mad at half time and then again the second half i remember the third goal going in the fourth goal was great but the third goal i think it was lucky it scored it it was just yeah oh, what, what, we climbing chairs and all sorts of <laughs> running down going to the sp- oh man what day? Uh, I've never watched like highlights on repeat as much as that day. So I think it was Lacazette. Like, he kind of fell over, didn't he? Um, yeah, yeah. And his left so, foot. Okay, the first goal that we scored in the second half was, I think, a pass from Bellerin to Ramsey. He found a bunny mm. and just finessed it in. I think the second one, yeah, he no, it was deflected. So it deflected off Eric Dyer to go in as well. <sighs> and he slipped. But then he did a knee slide. And obviously he was opposite side, but still like frenzy, man. What a time. Uh. Limbs. That's mental. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's been a long time. For me. I mean, obviously COVID, but yeah, a nice North London derby. See, what's the matters about that is obviously when I used to go to Arsenal games before COVID, I could I vlog the games most of the time, not yeah. just for my channel, but more just personal memory. So now I've got that game on capture, my reactions. When I get older and you know, say I have kids and so and so, I can show them that like, this was me in that game and my reactions. Like it's yeah. unbelievable, and like, it's just there. I can, I can watch that vlog back every few months just to. Yeah, make yourself happy but yeah ah oh, that's so nice and uh, did you get a chance to go to highbury at all were you lucky enough no no i was too young <laughs> i was too young i was like six years old so now i thought you not but um, emirates is all i've seen to be fair that's fair no, I, I actually it scares me i, I mean I, when i was growing up so i think they left highbury when i was like maybe 14 or something i don't know and um i only was lucky enough to go there once against crystal palace but like I found it was the other day, I think we crossed that threshold where we'd now been at the Emirates longer than we were at Highbury in the Premier League, at least, obviously. And that just scared the hell out of me because my whole time when I was growing up, it was Highbury, Highbury, Highbury. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but um, alrighty. So look, we're, we're at White Hart Lane then. It's, mm-hmm. it's a big European game, um, whether it's a final or not, but either way, we're, we're kicking them out. Um, yeah. is, is there a specific Tottenham team you've got in mind? Maybe there's like some someone you hate the most. So like, you know, maybe it is this team, maybe it is Harry Kane and the gang, or maybe it's Robbie Keane and that lot or anything like that. But, you know, in the goalkeeper as well and that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. just generally that era. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I hear that. The thing is, right, I hate Tottenham because of their fan base, not because of their team, because they're not really successful like that. So I can't really look at... That's where my United and Chelsea fans really get under my skin, because they have that success where, that, where Tottenham just don't have that. So that's why the thing is, like, when we beat them, I'm like, yeah, we beat Tottenham, but it's nothing really special sometimes as well, because... It's not quite beating the greatest teams in the league. It's just Tottenham at the end of the day. Mm. But obviously, it's the, the high end of the fans and fan base and so on. So, um, goalkeeper, yeah, Lloris is the only one, to be fair, because that's my time of, you know, watching Arsenal properly week in, week out. Um, don't, who else did they have before that? They had Brad Friedel. Don't really mind him, yeah. you know. And um, But yeah, goalkeeper, Lloris. But I think cool. team-wise, see, Poch's team with Tottenham was good. That's the mm. thing. They were very good. And it used to annoy me how good they were. So, probably, but then Mourinho... Mm. Well, you can Mourinho. you can make some match, mate. This is a dream nah, scenario. You know you, I'm going, look, I don't even hate Pochettino like that because I know he, he's doing bits of PSG now, and I wanted to see that because like, mm. you know, I just want to see Tottenham fans see what they could have had. Um, but no, it'd be Joseph Mourinho, <laughs> manager, 110, percent and I'd literally run across to celebrate up to him and start doing my like put into my ears and going give it yeah, to you now because exactly. hate him so much, man. And I can't believe there was Arsenal fans that wanted him at Arsenal. Like, what are you thinking? Never. 
But um, yeah, Mourinho has to be the manager, goalkeeper, Lloris. And um, I want I want the, the situation to be where Kane loses the ball. He gets nicked off the ball. Yeah. And we go in a counter, plays it to me, do a little nutmeg, uh, play out wide, comes back inside, tap in, bang, goal. And then it has okay. to be a knee slide. Knee slides are the most satisfying like celebrations I've ever seen. Just a knee slide in front of the foot of Spurs fans. Like Adebayo almost. And I just want to hear them pelt abuse at me. Just want that. Just so I can ruin and break their hearts. To be fair, if it's the last minute goal, they can't even swear at me because they're just done. They'll be like, yo, yeah. what's the point? But uh, yeah, that's that's it probably. I love it, mate. I absolutely love it. So we're definitely going for the knee slide in front of the Spurs fans. I absolutely love mm-hmm. it. All right. Um, so in terms of the goal itself, one of the bits that we do is like the, the, the assist. So let's say you see mm-hmm. it off Kane up top. Um, you're running past or, or someone's running past like um, yeah. Mourinho uh, and you see, see his eyes and he's, you know, he's angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, we get to the kind of a bit of say, right, you get somebody, somebody's going to assist you. Um, mm-hmm. And that person... Uh, is somebody from Arsenal's history. Actually, no, it doesn't have to be anyone from Arsenal's history, history if you don't want it to be. Um, it could be any footballer from any time in history for whatever reason. Um, yeah. So I don't know what kind of finish you were going to go for. It was quite a quick counter, but what was yeah. the assist and what's the finish and who's assisting you? Oh, that's a sneaky one because mm. anyone, I would have picked Gunnosaurus if anything. But um, <laughs> yes. I can't, I can't really. Now that would be uh, something to remember. Yeah, Gunnosaurus off the bench. Uh, oh, the thing is, I think, I want to be assisted by a great after player, but Henri didn't. He provided assist, obviously, but mm. I think an Ozil pass just crashed it into my path. Perfect way to pop. But Fabregas as well, you know, one of my idols growing up, and then Burkamp. Oh, mm. man. It's a hard one. It's, it's a hard it's a one. It's a sticky one, man. I'm lucky I've not oh. had to listen, you know, be interviewed by myself because I would find this that's, very that's difficult. so difficult. I'm not even going to go past Arsenal. I know I could go for like a messy or something, but I'm not even going to go there. We can be here for hours then. <laughs> I'm going to have to pick between. Oh, no, as well pass. I'm just gonna go. Do you know what? We'll just go with Thierry Henry. We might as well. Thierry just the Henry. Henry pass. Yeah. Oh, That's I love it. it. So actually, what he could have done is because Thierry Henry could could definitely go on a big storming run. So maybe he's nicked it off Kane. Yeah. Um, and then he runs past Mourinho. Counter from the corner. Yeah, yeah. Counter from, from the corner. I like it. And he slid yeah. it across to you. Perfect pass. Bang. Bottom mm-hmm. corner Oof. or top corner. Nothing. Top corner is. Oh, do you know? Yeah, top corner. Top corner, top corner. Yeah, top corner. Okay, very nice. And then we've we've slid, you know, your knee slide all the way across. Um, and uh, the first Spurs fans are annoying. What are they doing? Are they hurling abuse at you? Are they are they throwing things at you? Some of them are crying, which is beautiful. Some of them are just heartbroken and they just you know on the floor <laughs> and going, "What's going on here?" And some of them are probably hurling abuse at me. But I think they all just. If it's a last minute goal, I've been on the opposite end of it, so I know how I feel. And it's not to scream and shout, it's to literally go, mm. oh my God, like what's happened here? So I think it would just be heartbroken. And yeah. it's a beautiful way of being heartbroken because I don't mind you being heartbroken. I want you to be heartbroken. So this is quite it's fair, isn't it? <laughs> Mate, I completely agree. And um, it's, there's nothing more fun than watching it. What would you say is the, I guess there's two bits of question, what would you say is the, the, like, the best celebration you, you've ever had? in terms of being a fan and then maybe uh, what's the most heartbreaking moment as well okay heartbreaking is easy it's like yeah. but even though it didn't mean anything at the end of yeah. it, it was just because I was there last minute and I don't know, we scored in the last minute as well didn't we yeah no we scored on Aubameyang mm. and then you go schools and it was mischance after that as well and it's like oh my god how is this happening and it was just an awful day because I remember being at the ground that day and I came and I wasn't meant to go I was like I'll be honest with this game I don't want to go so then we already won the one at the first leg one nil. I was like What's the point of me going? And then, like during the game, the guy next to me was just annoying me the whole game. He was just talking and he spilled oh, yeah. water on me. Like, literally, woke up, got up, 
and you just put water on me because this bottle yeah. was open. So I'm already wet and cold, and I'm going, yo, I just want to go home. Now we've got the extra time, and um, yeah, yeah. So that's definitely heartbreaking, um, as in terms of being in the ground, and mm. then in terms of best celebration. Ooh. Well, but as in like most, um, I guess like most euphoric moments. So like, when is it yeah. really? You know, uh, yeah. There's a few goals because I've I've been through a few. That's like that Northern Derby out. was good. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. That's the, when that, that fourth goal is literally you just said it was euphoric. It was like, oh my god. Uh, my, you've watched my reaction my face is just like what's, what's going on like I just can't believe it it was all he was going to make it away uh, but um, oh man there's a few goals I can think of I'm in the Arshavin goal against Barca were you, were you got, there? I wasn't there was, I was, oh, that was more at home still, but yeah, 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 yeah. that was oh, what a moment that was but but then I want to maybe Ramsey's goal against Hull City that was as well oh, oh man there's a few yeah there's a few I, yeah, yeah Ramsey's against Chelsea as well yeah, Ramsey's against Chelsea was what I was going to bring up as well because so I was in I was in my friend uh, he's a, a Chelsea fan I'm in his family home and he was like mm-hmm. effing and blinding at the TV shouting because we were one and up for the most of it yeah. and I was being quite nice because we were one and up I think Alexis Sanchez mm-hmm. scored a bit of a controversial goal and then and then they scored after they went down to 10 men and you know it's like when you get taken something away from you and you think it's going to be one of those days and we immediately yeah. go up Giroud pops in bang um Oh, that was, that was a big day. That was a big day. So I was, I think it's, I tried to get into the ground at this. I went to Wembley and I was offered a ticket, but a guy never turned up. So I had to watch the game at a pub nearby. So I still had that, you know, with fans around me and just going mental. The Ramsey goal was mad. But I think being in the ground at the Emirates, that Spurs game, I have to go back to that yeah. because it was just, yeah. Then, you know, it was a last minute winner. I don't think I've, have I witnessed a last minute winner at Arsenal for Arsenal as well? I think there I was a, there was a period we where one, we were just oh there. the Leicester were you there yeah no I wasn't down for which I was at home oh. I remember celebrating it but yeah. it wasn't the ground is it I thought but, that was it that time I really thought it was it I, I was convinced that we were going to I know I think that was it that was why the celebration was so big he'd just come on and he thought okay we just need to if we can best get past Leicester we'll win the league and I mean yeah. classic we didn't have a bad went good good end to the season yeah, yeah. oh but, dear yeah. But already, so look, okay, you, you, you scored your goal, celebrated in front of him, Bosch. Mm-hmm. Final whistle's gone, you've beaten Spurs. Um, they're on the floor upset and everything like that. So um, then sort of got this opportunity, I guess, for you're in the press conference room afterwards. Yep. And um, I don't know if you had anything that you wanted to say to the, to oh, the press, or it's like a one-liner, very simple. I'm stuck between one. One being it's happened again. I'd just love to say that. <laughs> right. Second being it's the history of the Tottenham. I just want to do it like Chiellini would say it. <laughs> it's the history of the Tottenham. And like, be like a Mourinho, like, this is football heritage. Oh, yeah. God, that'd be... Just so, just so Spurs fans can just oh, burn salt. Yeah. I want to see Jermaine Jean as commentator over that. For the winner. <laughs> oh, bro. It'd be insane. I've, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been talking a lot about Jermaine Jean recently. Did you see him on Match of the Day last week after the Spurs? Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. Oh, so such an agenda. And I'm, the thing is, I've seen him after the Spurs Chelsea all those years ago in the FA Cup mm-hmm. semi-final. I thought, you can't get any worse and yet still, oh man. Oh yeah. He, uh, what did he say that time? It was like, oh, I think they lost 4-0 and he said that four, they battered. It was 4-2. It was 4-2 and then he had Shearer and Lampard and he was mm. going about how Spurs deserve to win because they had more of the ball and then Shearer's like, you don't win the games you just have more possession. And Lampard's like, well, you must be, you know, pretty bad if you think you've lost 4-2 and you've played well. So, <laughs> in, a, in a semi-final. But yeah, it's just, he waffles a lot. But I guess, I think it's, What's who's Spurs legends? Like who's who's their legend from the top of your head? What you know, I can't think of what? any. Maybe from ages ago when the nineteen sixties, but in terms of recent era, Ledley King, what did he win? 
Nothing. Yeah. Harry Kane, what's he won? Nothing. Nothing. So, then it's like, yeah, man, I, look, if I keep talking about Spurs, I'll end up having a massive fight. So, I'm not going to try to You keep that. going, mate. This is your dream This is your dream podcast, mate. You go nuts, mate. You, yeah. you, you, you slag away. This is, um, I, yeah, I, it's funny. There was a really good Paul Merson one as well on Sky Sports. And I think mm. somebody went on and, and, and about Spurs and all this sort of stuff. And then the final question was, so do you, so do you think this is the, the pinnacle of uh, Spurs' success? And he was just like, what success? <laughs> no, that's that's what I've had. I've been arguing yeah. with, with Spurs fans for the last two weeks now, and I've been trying to say to them, like, this is your best of a period. If I ask you what you won the last 10 years, you can't say anything. Yeah, it's true. Well, the was, last, they've won a Carling Cup in the last 25 years. I said to them, okay, so this is your months ago. Yeah, I said, oh, so what you achieved? Um, Getting to a Champions League final. Okay, so what have you won then? You just got to a final. Whether you win that final, no. So what no. are you counting? I'd rather win an FA Cup and win it, right, than get the Champions League final and lose it. I'm not a loser, I'm a winner. But yeah. they've accepted that as their highest ever, that pinnacle of getting to a final and losing. You think back to the Arsenal Invincibles eras, we got to a Champions League final. But that wasn't our pinnacle. Our pinnacle was Invincibles, winning that title the year before, or the 01, uh, 02 season, you know, winning something. If you can't so say you've won anything, what success have you really had? Top yeah. four, financial? You know, I don't care about finances. That's what the Spurs fans are saying. They go, oh, we've made so much money. I said, I'm a football fan, not a financial advisor. Yeah. You know, I don't really care about that. But, um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think I agree with Paul Merson. Man. What success? What have they really won? Yeah, I mean, if, if you haven't got any trophies, that there, there literally hasn't been any success. I mean, I know uh, you hear them pull out all the stops and they, you know, there's always saying that Kane had this many goals and, and it's like, yeah, that I, I'm not denying that I think Tottenham probably man for man in the last three years have had a better team than us. And I don't necessarily think that's the case this year. But, but that doesn't matter. We've still won more. That doesn't make a difference. Like, it's that's okay, you might play a play. You, you, you still just don't win tournaments. Like, you've got Mourinho yes. there, and that's all he does is play defensive football and win you trophies. He hasn't done that. The, the thing with, with Spurs is, right, if you, we could say that this has been our lot, the last 10 years, even though we've finished low, it's been one of our worst periods of time. But yeah, we've won four trophies. Yeah. yeah. Four FA Cups. So, so if this is us, us at our worst, then imagine us at our best. And if, it's that, if that's you at your best, then what you at your mm. worst? Are you a championship team? But I keep trying mm. to make it clear to them, but they just don't accept it. That's what I don't understand about Spurs. I don't know where they get this optimism from, where they get oh, this man. belief from. I don't know what they have for dinner or for breakfast because there must be something special. <laughs> but yeah, I guess I, 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 as I say, hope, without hope, you're not a football fan. So I can understand why you're hopeful. But then you're a Tottenham fan. Why are you hopeful? Why do you support Tottenham in the first place? Just look at their logo. You've got a... What have you got? A chicken? It's a I'm cock and a bull. chicken from Nando's. Like, <laughs> what, what, what I'm seriously, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, so if imagine you're a opposition player and you see that in your, in your pre-match notes, you've just got a, a cock and a bull. It's like, mm. seriously, I mean, Tottenham, <laughs> nah, nah. It's just, it's just a band of club, man. But hey, I guess it's for our amusement, I, That is it's fun, isn't it? But, but that's the thing, we've, we're going, we've had some banter years very recently and look, mm-hmm. it happens to Liverpool for a bit, it's happening to us for a bit, I'm very, very, I'm very understanding and I know that I'll take the banter while still winning trophies. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we're on a restructure and that's fine, but like Spurs have been doing that since I was born, I don't remember anything before that, it's just Spurs. I'm enjoying the mm-hmm. Spurs brand, you know. How do, how do you uh, feel about, um, how are you feeling about the team at the moment, generally? The thing is, I'm so, as as a person, I'm so optimistic. So I want to just back the manager, back the team, no matter who they are and what their past has been. At the end of the day, I'm an Arsenal fan. 
I'm not, I'm not one of those fans where I've seen some fans in the past where a player might play for the club and they select them and they make them make sure they do worse so they can push their agendas. I want to see my players do well. I might not like a certain player, but I want them to do well for my club. So um, I'm, I'm fully on board with Mikel Arteta. And even though we're, we're tempted the league and so on, so I can see signs of improvements in terms of structurally, tactically, and how we play. And you know, results-wise, they'll come in time. And I think that's the key. The fans are for results. The club is to look into the individual aspects of what we're improving in. And if I compare this team to Una Emery's team, Emery's team might have been higher, but this team is a better overall, you know, more tactical team. So we yeah. probably, if you put both teams against each other, I think Arteta would win in his team. Even though Emery had great yeah. players like Ramsey and Prime Ramsey, Prime Ozil, Prime Lacazette, Prime Aubameyang. I mean, with the way Mikel Arteta is coming and I look at his signings, I know Williams being a dodgy one, but you think about it, free transfer, he's a score yeah. player. Nothing wrong with that. But apart from that, Thomas Partey, you're addressing the spine. Gabriel Magalhães, a tall, young, 23-year-old centre-back who, who's here for the next, you know, three, four, five, maybe 10 years potentially. Tierney at left-back. You know, we've got a strong group of players there. It's just about building around the other players that might not be good enough, maybe right, for example. But no, man, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful for the future. Definitely. I mean, I'm completely on your wavelength. I think our Mikel Arteta is absolutely the man. I mean, like, you can, t- you can totally see what they're doing. Apart from anything else, the players love him. You know, they're sorting out the, the spine of the team, the signings, the tactics, you know, and I think what we have to accept with Mikel Arteta is that he's learning as well, right? So mm-hmm. he's a young guy, but he's clearly got the dressing room on board there with him. And as soon as he made that, you know, you know, when he made that switch against Chelsea and suddenly um, it was like Boxing Day or something. And then yeah. we've been a different different team since then. Oh, and then okay. throw in the middle. Oh. Were you? Oh, that was good. Because yeah. you must have been expecting, you know. No, the much. Chelsea game was the, was the awful one. The Chelsea game was the game we, we lost. Which, which, you know, I mean, the Chelsea United one was um, the game. So I was at both games. So the Chelsea game right. was his first um, home game, I believe. We had Bournemouth before that in the cup. Well, yeah. no, it was one one. I'm not sure where he has a couple of league, but the next one was Chelsea at home. We took the lead. We were dominant in the first half. Oh, Second off, right. Jorginho should have got sent off. The Leno so, mistake. So yeah, yeah, Leno mistake. But we should have finished that game off. Willock had a mm. massive chance in that first, uh, second half. Sorry. Yeah. But um, now I was at that game. But what I saw straight away is what I've seen till mm. then. Players fighting for the manager. We might not always have the quality. We might make a mistake, which happens in football. But they are fighting for the manager. And I couldn't say that about Unai Emery's Arsenal because I was at those games against Frankfurt, unfortunately, at home. Oh, what a game that was. Awful. Uh, Southampton. Yeah. I wasn't at Watford, but I watched it, obviously, on the telly and it was just like we were getting dominated by a Watford team 11 v 11. So, results-wise, it might have been 2-2. We might have lost on the Arteta. But we dominate the game on the Arteta. We get unlucky to not win that game. So, yeah. that's the difference between both teams. But, um, yeah, mm. man. Sorry, I was I was actually more talking about. I remember that Chelsea game. Talk about you remember the one that was in just after Christmas this year, and we beat okay, them three yeah, one. So, oh. but, but with reference to that, that was um, that was the turning point, right? Because uh, Mental yeah. Test has always had them on board, and he's doing doing well. And been there was that point where we we're crossing him in too much, but he figured it out. And uh, you know, since that game, we're, we're third in the league. Obviously yeah, no, not. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 I think. I've seen that uh, we've put the, a lot of fans that back McCarthy put that argument up. I think rightly so. We're not saying that we should be third. We're just saying in form, we're third. And Definitely. the reason why you can, if you think logically, and you're not like a, there's a lot of kids on, on social media nowadays that want to push, push their agenda forwards. Absolutely. If you look at it, you know, just logistically, you look at it and go, right, what's happened since then? What's changed? You know, not in terms of teams not gone better. What's happened is we've introduced certain players. Or players are coming up from injury. So obviously we're going to get better. Now the best example for me is the attacking midfielder. What was and who was that player prior to that Chelsea game? Willock here and there, but not good enough unfortunately at the time. Lacazette is not a tangible striker. We had no one there. 
But then no coincidence since we got that number 10 in. Smith Rowe first, then Odegaard, as you said, we're third in the league. So it goes to show that if Arteta had what he wanted in the summer, attacking the shoulder, or someone that can control the tempo of the attack, we would be fine for top four. And even now, what we're nine points off, and that's yep. us having the worst possible season. So if you had that, let's just say that number 10 for games against Burnley at home, or party fit for that game, for example, Wolves at home. Even the games recent against Wolves away, we should have won that game. We're unlucky. Mm. Burnley, you know, we should have easily won that game. Should have had a penalty as well. Obviously, it was a mistake for Jacko. Is what it is. But we've had chances. But what I need to see from Nico Arteta is once he gets the right players, or somewhat the right players, like mm. number 10, I want to see if the football it got better. Because during November, December, it was pretty poor. So that was my concern. My only concern about Arteta. Not results, but the football we were playing. Since yeah. then... Look at the Tottenham game. For 80 minutes, dominated it. Dominated yeah. that game. From, and they have Kane and Bale and Son. They want them there to be seen. So, yeah, man, I see what we're doing. I love it. No, they really do. I mean, we, we, we are that team. You know, it's, it's, it's difficult at the moment. Um, sorry, it was difficult for that, for that period mm-hmm. because we weren't quite producing. But at the moment, the only reason it is difficult at times is because we're playing so well and we just you know, make those mistakes or we just can't quite finish. But yeah. I'd way rather that than not being able to produce something and under Emery, not really having a plan and being a few players, like just a few mm-hmm. players off and seeing Mikel making those signings. I'm, 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 I'm super confident. Yeah. And um, so hopefully next season, by the time, you know, Mikel Alteta gets his stuff in gear, he's going to sign you, he's going to sign Thierry back. Yeah. Mourinho's yeah. still going to be at Spurs. Um, really? You know, yeah, yeah. And then Thierry's going to nick the ball off K. He's going to take it up. He's going to slot it into you. You're going to bang it in the corner. You're going to yeah, knee slide in front of the Spurs fans. And then what are you going to say afterwards as well as a sign-off? Uh, it's the history of the Tottenham, as uh, Keeling famously once said. It's the history of the Tottenham. Yeah, I love it, mate. Yeah. I love it. Well, look, that is, your, that is your dream goal. I hope, you, uh, I hope you take that to bed tonight and you do dream about it. And that's what you, when yeah. you do fall asleep, that's what you think about. I'll play FIFA, man. <laughs> yeah, true. You can probably do that nowadays. I don't know if there's Thierry Henry a legend on the game yet. I can't yeah, remember. no, there is. There is, man. I'll make sure it happens. Mate, make it happen and put it on YouTube. I'm expecting to see <laughs> yeah, it later exactly. on. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it was it's so good to meet you, mate, and I really appreciate you coming on. You know, it's really mm-hmm. good to, to get to know everyone in the community and I'm sure the fans will love it as well. So um thanks so much again, mate. Uh, and uh yeah, I, I hope for hope we, we can meet soon, you know, post COVID. Yeah, sure, man. As I said, thanks for having me on. I've really enjoyed this to be honest. So um yeah, man, thank you very much. Yeah. All right, take care, mate. Good to see you. Take care, see you soon. Bye bye.